This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno. Welcome to an all-new episode of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your hot mess of a host, Lo Von Rumpf. I'm so happy to be here. Highlight of my week is getting to hang out with the low lifers and do an episode of this podcast. I freaking love it. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. Today's been a good day so far. Currently rocking a pair of gray spandex shorts as I talk to you. Um, I got a little gray matching tank top, little New Balance set with a pair of red New Balance running sneakers. Cute little workout outfit. My intention was to work out today. I thought, let me put on this outfit, but but who the hell am I fooling? I put this outfit on uh, to go pick up Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) This is my comfy, let me go pick up my lunch order from Cheesecake Factory, Luke, and I love it. So I've been ordering the same thing from Cheesecake Factory for at least, I don't know, the last decade. It's the Thai lettuce wraps off the appetizer menu. That's my go-to. It comes with grilled chicken, that's been marinated in like a peanut type sauce and then has lettuce cups, of course. And then all these little accoutrements, little things that you could add and make these Thai tacos, if you will. So you take the lettuce cup, put the chicken, add a little peanuts. You could put some carrots, some little sprouts on there, cucumber. Uh, it's a healthy little treat. It's like salad cups. I like the mixture of uh, like the Thai situation with tacos. So I feel like blending the two worlds And it's freaking delicious. It's so hard for me to not eat that brown loaf of forbidden bread. Oh, my God. It's everything. That cracked brown loaf with the little oats on the outside. Mm. Oh, my God. Just licking my chops thinking about it. I don't need the sourdough loaf. When I call them, like, I know you guys are going to throw in some sourdough and brown bread. Double up on the brown bread, puta. Like, I love that shit. So, yeah. Now I have to just challenge myself to not eat both loaves. I'm down for a slice or two. I've earned it. (laughs) Plus, I'm doing a workout today. Yeah, forcing myself. Well, my friend really wants to go do this boxing class. So yeah, we're going to do a little boxing moment uh, on this wonderful Thursday afternoon, which should be fun. I did it one time before and it was such an intense workout. But yeah, you just let out that frustration, just start hitting shit. Music is playing, lights are off, and it's, yeah, it's an experience. I'll be doing that later today, working off that brown bread loaf from the Cheesecake Factory. I hope you're having a beautiful day so far, a great week. And if you're not, if you're feeling a little shitty, there's a lot of reasons that can contribute to that right now. There's a full moon. Some people feel off with the full moon rising. And if you're feeling that way right now, well, don't you worry, boo boo. You've come to the right place. I'm hoping this episode will just be like a little mental sweet treat for you that will just put a smile on your face and turn that frown upside down. That's what we want to do here today. My therapist recently sent me this chemical breakdown of ways to be naturally happier in life uh, based on the chemical reactions to your brain. I loved it. So I looked at this list and I'm like, okay, I could do that. Sure. Uh, Why not check a few things off the list? I'll share it with you right now because I thought it was interesting. So these are known as the happiness chemicals for your brain. And I guess these are the easiest ways to hack into those chemicals. So dopamine, which is the reward chemical in your brain, you can get a little quick release of dopamine if you do things like completing a task, doing any sort of self-care activity. 
masturbating is great, eating any type of food that you enjoy, and celebrating little wins, giving yourself little victories. That will naturally release some dopamine in your brain. Then, of course, we want oxytocin, which is the love hormone. Uh, the way to get some love hormone, some oxytocin release, is to play with the dog, hold someone's hand, hug someone, hug your family, give a compliment, receive a compliment. And it says also play with the baby. Oh, cute is that? And then there's serotonin, which is the mood stabilizer that we all need in life. And you can naturally get that by, you know, how that one works, meditating, doing some sort of exercise, walking, running, any sort of sun exposure for at least seven to 12 minutes. So specific. Uh, walking in nature, swimming, cycling, basically anything physical uh, is going to give you a little serotonin release. And then, of course, endorphins. That's the painkiller. The way to get endorphins is to laugh. It says also using essential oils, watching a good funny movie, a comedy, dark chocolate will give you an endorphin and also including more of that exercise. So I'm hoping during this low life podcast episode that you will have at least one of those chemicals activated in your brain uh, so you have a better day. So mental health update that nobody asked for, but actually people are starting to ask about it. Uh, my mental health this week, shocker, we're going into week three of serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin releases. I'm a solid 9.5. What? That's the highest I've been in like a year. So again, white knuckling, just holding on to that 9.5. Holy shit, you guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy right now, which is great. We all know that's an ever-changing number. I could be having a 9.5 day and then boom, get hit with the 2.5-er. Just sends you into a bit of a spiral. But so far, so good. I'm having a nice week. And I think it's because I've been hitting some things on that chemical reactions for the brain. And uh, one thing that I've been so excited for this week that's brought me so much joy is my sweet little goddaughter. Uh, Madeline is her name. Uh, she's from Montana. She's here in California visiting for a bit with my aunt, and I'm obsessed with her. She's all of nine months old, my little goddaughter. I've renamed her Lola. Madeline's her birth name, but I feel like she just responds better to Lola. I just feel like it suits her better. So I call her my little Lola, and she is just my precious little queen. I've been taking her around, running errands with her. We had our first little fashion fitting, so I got some cute little dresses for her. Oh, she's just precious, this little queen in the making. I just adore her. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been bit. I'm feeling all maternal these days. I'm changing shitty diapers. I'm freaking rocking her to sleep. I'm taking her to little picnics with my friends. Oh, she's just the best. Babies are so freaking cute. And yeah, I'm obsessed. I, I want a baby now. It's time for me to have a child. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I love her. Just the sound she makes alone, which start about like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, which I'm okay with. I'm like, who is that cute little baby Yoda in my bedroom making the sweetest little sounds? Listen to this video recording I have of her. Oh, she's like cooing. She's at the age right now where she's starting to crawl a little bit. She's just on her little hands and knees, crawling around, getting into trouble. I love it. Listen, here she is. <laughs> is that baby Yoda just obsessed with her anyway that's little Lola and I can't wait for her to come on the podcast <laughs> she'll be my co-host 
So I've been busy with her, busy working, of course. And uh, yeah, that's been fun. Also, just watched the show White Lotus, The White Lotus on HBO. Holy shit, that show is so good. Uh, starring Connie Britton and that one actress from Legally Blonde. What's her name? The one who's like, I want a hot dog real bad. Um, oh, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, love Jennifer Coolidge. She's in it too. And if you haven't joined the Low Life Facebook group, come on in there, join the party. But we were talking about White Lotus and yeah, people love it. Oh, also update for you guys. Remember that listener who wrote in asking to go on a date? You guys remember that? Mateo? Yeah. Well, we went on a date. Sure did. Uh, many of you have been messaging me like, what happened with that? Did you go on a date? And uh, I'm excited to announce that, well, I'm engaged. <laughs> yeah, we're getting married now. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm like, I'm engaged and I have a baby now. Surprise, Buddha. No, not engaged. Uh, but we definitely went on a date and it was so good. Mateo's great. From San Diego, drove down. We met in Orange County. A really cute little beach moment. Went on a hike, did a little picnic. And it was just, it was really sweet. I loved it. And yeah, we've been talking and yeah, I'm excited for more dates in the future. I asked him if he would come on the podcast and he was so nervous. And he's like, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I don't know if that's something I would feel comfortable doing. I, he's just very shy in that way, which I get podcasting. If you've never done it before, it's a weird feeling like to hear yourself. And some people like get a little freaked out. So um, I'm hoping with a little bit more convincing uh, after our next date, he'll come on the podcast and we could review the date together. <laughs> I've realized that one thing that helps me so much in life is uh, being near the ocean in any way, shape or form, like whether it be a picnic on the beach, which I did. I took my little Lola, sweet baby Yoda Lola, and uh, we went to the beach, had a beach day with some friends. And uh, I also went on a boat one day. That was amazing. Uh, my friend Jesse, she got a boat with my best friend Max and we just went out to sea and I'm obsessed. Now that's the goal I've set in my life is one day I'd like to have a boat, be down to live on a boat and just sail around. Like this guy has this boat and he rents it out. Him and his wife bought it. They're retired. And basically they rent it out during the week and then they'll go on trips. That's how they pay for their trips. Uh, and they'll sail to Mexico. They'll go to the Caribbean or the Caribbean, Caribbean, I don't know how to say it, but they'll do that. They'll just sail around the world and live their best lives. And this boat is so sick. It had bedrooms and bathrooms and a big deck. And it was just so beautiful that I really want a boat. Yeah. Putting that on my vision board. This cancer shaman astrologer that I was speaking with uh, was telling me that because I'm a cancer, which is a water sign, a little crab, pinch, pinch. Uh, but because of that, that being near the ocean or any natural source of water uh, is going to help in recharging my soul, which I completely believe because after I, you know, go near some water, I just feel good and feel relaxed. Oh, I'm obsessed. So, so yeah, if you're a water sign and you're listening to this, go take a dip in a pool, go find a lake, an ocean, and just throw yourself in it and you're going to feel so much better. Just even being near a body of water. For some magical reason, it just calms, relaxes, and soothes me. So yeah, I've been definitely trying to get as much time near the water these days. All right, let's get into today's episode, which has been highly requested from the low lifers. We've done this topic before, but you guys love it. We're bringing it back because of popular demand. We're talking about unpopular opinions. We've all got them. 
some of these could be pretty controversial. And in today's episode, I've got two of my girlfriends who are also sisters, Lauren and Chandler. They're from Orange County, and I love their humor. They're sarcastic, witty, funny as hell, and definitely have no problem telling us how they really feel, which is great because this is a judgment-free zone. It's a safe place at the Low Life Podcast where people can wave their freak flags and feel seen and heard. So that's what you're going to get today. We're talking about many of the unpopular opinions that were submitted by you, uh, my lowlifers, the listeners. You guys wrote in a bunch of them, uh, so much that we're able to do another episode uh, just on this topic alone. But we're talking about personalized license plates, taking selfies, birthday shoutouts on Instagram, dating to get ahead financially, owning a pet, Dwayne Johnson, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, we cover it all today. So <laughs> you're in for a treat this week. Can't wait for you to listen to the episode. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode of Unpopular Opinions. Hit it. Okay, so today I have two queens are near and dear to my heart. They're both from Orange County, California. They both love fashion and they're both free Britney advocates. The two fruit flies were raised Mormon and then they decided to live a life of sin and uh, start a new chapter away from the church of Latter-day Saints. And they started a podcast discussing all the things they love in life, like their passion for pop culture, their obsession with skincare, hyaluronic acid, as they navigate being a strong female millennial in a world of TikTok stars. Please welcome to the podcast, the white Tia and Tamara, Orange County's <laughs> Paris and Nikki Hilton, the witty, kind, beautifully well-spoken Chandler and Lauren. Yes. Oh Yay. my gosh. Uh, Lo, I, I hope you know that I'm going to edit that down and it will become the intro to our every podcast. Welcome to Pop <laughs> Apologist. And then it's literally going to be you talking about us. That was like, yeah. I played that at my funeral, please. I put that at my funeral. Incredible. The white uh, Tia and Tamara bit, like, iconic I can't. Moment. Iconic. Sister, I couldn't sister. have written it better myself. Sister, sister. <laughs> right now, I feel, I'm your Taj Maori. I'm your Taj. Gosh, yes. <laughs> and so oh. that's great. We're in a good place right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're so happy to be here on the low life. It's it's a long time. It's been a long time coming. I've been trying to get on the low life for a while. So yeah. thank you for having us on. Yeah, I have been like bugging podcast nation. Well, I had so much fun on your podcast and I was like, oh my God, these girls are the best. I had no idea though that I was talking to you. One of you lives in Puerto Rico. Is that right? That, that's me. Yeah. Okay. Spicy caliente. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. you... Chandler. So I was in San Francisco when we last spoke. Yes. I'm now in living in New York. Oh. I'm I'm a nomad. I'm working I'm working remote and you know, living large all over wherever I want, which is basically New York. How is New York right now? Is it completely opened? Everything's good? Yes. Yeah, it's completely open. It feels so open compared to San Francisco, especially. I'm like loving it. It's it's been like a wonderful place to be. I am a little bit nervous about like delta variant like that delta is coming through it's the delta is new york down i know and or i, no, so I don't know maybe i who's <laughs> to say i mean i, I hope not because i think i'm actually going to move here in the fall for good wow i know you love it i love it i mean i'm in like a not a great part of town right now but i'm really excited to like move to a cuter neighborhood and 
I've just never lived on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive, but absolutely beautiful. And it's, yeah. it's a moment in time. Like this is, yeah, you don't have any children, right? Like uh, none that I'm aware of. Got it. Fair. So <laughs> I think this is like the perfect time to yes. do something like that. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little bit more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, with over one million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. I'm excited to have Nutrafol as a sponsor because I use it. I love it. I'm a big fan of this company. I've noticed a big difference in my skin, nails, hair. Even my sleep has improved since I started taking this. Now I have the queen taking it too, and it has been a game changer for her hair. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. I love me a good edible moment. I talk about it all the time on this show. And so I was so excited that Via became a sponsor of the Low Life Podcast. Oh, this is a dream partnership because I love their edibles. They're so delicious. And they're coming on right in time for Valentine's Day. Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. We're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC. Their best-selling High Love gummy will awaken your senses, increases the blood flow, and intensifies any sexual experience, even if it's a solo experience. It's going to be amazing with this gummy. The strawberry-flavored one is my favorite. They're vegan. Organic ingredients are used. They have zero THC products as well. So if you're not down for THC, that's okay, boo. Their CBD line is amazing too, which is really great for sleep, focus, and energy. Their products range from 2 milligrams to 50 milligrams of THC, so there's definitely something for everybody. My favorite part about this sponsor is that they ship to all 50 states legally with discreet packaging directly to your door. It makes it so easy breezy for you. No medical card required. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code LOWLIFE to receive 15% off plus one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and over. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code LOWLIFE at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. I'm all about leveling up with my lowlifers this year. As a fashion stylist, the first place I want to start, of course, is leveling up your closet. But I don't want you to break the bank. You don't got to spend a lot of money, honey. Design on a dime, boo. You can still elevate your closet on a budget. We want you to save some money here. So I'm happy to have Quince as a sponsor. They are here for us. They're going to take good care of us. At Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at affordable prices. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Oh, they're amazing. I bought these beautiful silk pillowcases for my bed. I got a cute jacket, a cozy cashmere cardigan, and navy blue joggers I'm obsessed with. These are staple pieces for my closet that will not go out of style. And I was able to save some money. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash lowlife for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash lowlife to get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash lowlife.
So mm. I had the low lifers. That we, that's what I call my listeners, the low lifers. Uh, and they submitted their unpopular opinions on Instagram, put the little box up and said, let me know what you guys think. And then we'll talk about it on the podcast. And, you know, I think uh, this is a safe place. And I don't think you guys have a problem saying how you feel clearly. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's like, all that hippy dippy bullshit. Liberal <laughs> freaking. So I want to just jump into a round of unpopular opinions. So here we go. Why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? The, the listeners, I always ask them to give me their name and like where they're from, because I'm always curious where people are listening from. So we got to let's start off with the first one is Deja in New York. And she said, posting your birthday shout outs on Instagram is annoying and nobody cares. Oh. Don't do it. Don't repost over your birthday. Unpopular opinion. All right. I'll swing it your way, Lauren. Oh, okay. I'm like jumping on my seat. I have to speak because you said to me, or you texted us and we're like, we're going to do unpopular opinions. So I was brainstorming, you know, what opinions do I have? And this fully was one of them. I don't need to hear about, you know, Tina, that you've been best friends since the third grade. I don't need the montage. I don't even know who that chick is. I don't care. I don't want to see it. I don't want multi-stories. I've actually told everyone in my life no birthday posts. Do not post about me on my birthday. Wow. Do you know the, the gift you can give me on my birthday? Not Violence. fearing, not fearing the photo that you're going to post about me, of, of me. That Fair. is the gift you can give me on my birthday. And yes, I think birthday story posts, it's assault and it's like it's the tax we all, it is, it's a, it's an assault on my attention. And I just feel like it's a tax we have to pay to be on social media. And I would like to eliminate it. Fair. Okay. Chandler. Uh, thoughts i've recently come around to this way of thinking i was having a conversation with a friend recently and we were talking Ugh. about how you know one of my many friends who would typically post about me on my birthday uh that yeah. type of friend and she was saying that you know that time that you would spend creating the perfectly you know art directed story for your friend for their birthday like you should just call them instead because i personally feel a lot of anxiety about the, having to post for someone on their birthday because it's just like a lot of pressure and I don't really post a lot of my story as it is. So it's just like, it's a lot. And when you have a lot of friends like me, I'm just going to go ahead and own it. Oh, own that truth. That's my truth. She's a I'm popular living. girl. A lot, I'm... a lot of acquaintances are these like, you're that girl that has like our Cabo group <laughs> sorority sister. Are you a sorority sister? Chandler? No, but isn't no. it like this? No, I'm not a sorority sister. I just happen to have a lot of like random pockets of friends. Yeah. Anyways, it's a lot to post for everybody on their birthday. And then if you don't post about somebody, someone's upset, someone's hurt, it's a minefield. So I totally agree with Lauren. Yeah, uh, I'm going to agree too. Deja in New York, you have a point. I will say though that like when my, my birthday just passed June 30th and I did get a bunch of people that were posting because I'm so popular now. <laughs> right. Popular. It's okay. I, I get <laughs> it. <all>. Low. <laughs> no. I had done this like pet peeve thing. And I asked people to send in what their biggest pet peeves were. And it was the day before my birthday. And uh, I think it was overwhelming. Like there was like, I don't know, 50 or 60 people that were like posting shit about your birthday. So uh, needless to say, I just left it. Thank you for yeah. posting. But I actually don't mind if people post, even if it is a shitty picture, eh, it is what it is. Do what you want to do. But I don't want to feel the pressure to repost it. And I do think yes. that you have to sometimes look at the intention behind it. Are you posting because you want that person just to repost you sort of a thing? Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh. And we all have those friends who have like one photo of us where they look really hot and we don't look hot. And they post that same damn photo every year. 
as just an I excuse do. to, you know, to show off how good they look. I'm not going to stand for it. That cannot be trusted. No, I could stand yeah. to lose that friend. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The, if you're someone listening to this and you post a photo where you look at and your friend looks like shit or they're having a stroke or they're just like not a cute moment and you decide to share that, like there's a special place in hell for you. <laughs> And you need to stop doing that. Let's just make that a thing that ends now. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. Next one. Unpopular opinion from Lindsay in the UK. Leonardo DiCaprio, amazing actor, but he is not hot. Not no. hot now. Not hot ever. Oh, wow. Nah. <laughs> nah I mean. Like he's not hot? Or... <laughs> <laughs> nah, Lindsay. Oh, <laughs> okay. You don't agree. I am still pretty into Leo, even at slimeball 50s, hooking up with every Victoria's Secret model in her 20s. Yeah. He still does it for me. I get it. He d- like the, the dad bod. You're into it. Everything. All years. Mm. That's I'm your not standard. Disagree. Yeah. I will say, though, in regards to Leo, I'm down for Titanic Leo. I'll take man in the iron mask Leo. I'm even down for Wolf on Wall Street snort and coke Leo. Absolutely. Any- I'd even do a little Gilbert Grape Leo. <laughs> okay. So I'm just yeah. really into it. Like no matter what version of him, I think he's the smoke show. And well, and the thing is, I'm un- unlike you, Lauren, I don't need like a six pack. I don't for a guy. Mm. Well, I mean, it's nice, but it's not everything to me. Like, some, I don't know if a guy's like super creative or like a business boss, or something like, I don't know. He's like killing it in different ways. I don't mind if he's like not rocking a six pack. It's not a deal breaker for me at all, but I I need a tender soul and and a heart that's close to God. Mm. (laughs) Just kidding. Even if it means I I don't need a Christian man, (laughs) a tender soul. It comes in a tender body. (laughs) (laughs) Blessed be the fruit. Okay. Moving on to the next unpopular opinion. Christina in Houston, Texas. Oh my God. Houston, Texas, home of Beyonce. Here we go. Buying flowers is a waste of money. If you can't eat or drink it, it's a waste. Don't bother sending flowers. All those companies should just be canceled. <laughs> uh, is she saying buying flowers disagree. in in through the mail or just flowers at all, period? I think Christina in Houston is like, don't even buy flowers. Not from Ralph's, not Trader Joe's. Don't give me that fucking growers bunch. I want nothing to do with flowers, period. Especially uh, sending an arrangement like 1-800-Flowers is probably her nightmare. She's an edible arrangements girl. So I get it. She is. Wait, so does she want like a box of wheat thins? Yeah, in- or, or, or fruit. Or fruit. So she wants a, a pineapple a pineapple dipped in chocolate Ooh, on a delish. huge toothpick. That's her <sighs> idea of a gift. My goal in life is to be at a level of uh, wealth and success where there's like flowers changed out constantly in my home. You know, and like different arrangements in each room, color schemes, maybe even mm. like a, a floral artist who is in charge oh, of the shit. whole, you know, program. Let's just say I'm, you know, eons away from that goal. But I love, I think flowers add so much. I mean, mm, okay, Christina, I, I strongly disagree. Yeah, I strongly disagree too. Don't love that. And the thing is, well, I, I don't have a particular lifestyle where I have, you know, servants. But sure, I will sure. say that your aspiration to have a home with fresh flowers, um, I'm rocking that lifestyle right now, Queen. But I also have access <laughs> to the flower district downtown, uh-huh. uh, downtown Los Angeles. So all of the florists go there. I go, I've been going for the last, I don't know, seven, eight years, every single Saturday morning at the crack of dawn. 
and I buy fresh flowers every week and I usually change them out, you know, like midweek. So there's beautiful arrangements and I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at flower arrangements, but they're everything. It's a mood changer. Yeah, Having it is. fresh it really flowers is. in your home. Like, come on now. It, yeah. it definitely just makes a room more elevated and it just makes you feel good. It smells pretty. It just looks nice. God, Christina, what the hell happened to you? Who I hurt was, you? Who I hurt you? <laughs> I once heard Heather Dubrow. Do you, do you watch OC Housewives? I haven't in a long time. Which one's okay. Heather Dubrow? Which she's, franchise she's, is she part of? OC. She has, okay. like, she's a brunette. And anyway, she was talking on her podcast about like how the entryway to her home, it's like a, a new floral arrangement is switched out every week. She has this amazing mm. like artist who does the install. It's like an installation. It's not just an arrangement. Wow. And I thought now the goal's in sight, you know, like yeah, suddenly that's incredible. I could see the T at the end of the course. So yeah. I do that for, for my mom every week. I change out her flowers in the that's home. That's amazing. It's sweet. Yeah. But it's like design on a dime again. Like it's so crazy though, because if you order an arrangement from like 1-800-Flowers, and you'll see, by the way, you know, those like bears that are covered in flowers. They're like rose bears. They're super popular right now. Have you seen them? Like, no. Advertise? No. You haven't seen they these? sound chuggy as Yeah. Wait, chuggy? What the hell is that? Chuggy? Chuggy? What is that? Oh, it's like the term that the youths are using to like I describe can't. something that's like, like live, laugh, love signs. <laughs> like it's chuggy. It's chuggy. It definitely is. I mean, but they're so popular. Um, but it's just a bear. It looks like a stuffed animal made of roses. Uh, they come in all the different colors. You can get a unicorn. I have one upstairs. I should go grab it. They're cute, but they're expensive. If you order them online, they're like 80, 100 bucks. And so I got a couple sent to me for my birthday, which is very sweet. No shade to my friends. They didn't even realize that when they come in the mail, they're not, they're not real flowers. They're oh made gosh. from styrofoam, a little bit of plastic. They look real though. They're like beautiful in the moment. They last forever, uh, but they, they're made from just plastic. So anyway, I looked up the price and I was like, holy shit, these are so expensive. The only reason why I looked up the price was because I was downtown in the wholesale district and I passed this little store and there's just a box of overflowing bears. And it was like, I don't know, five bears for 10 bucks or something. <laughs> it was oh those cool bears but they sell them in bulk downtown. Uh, and then they put them on websites and these florists buy them up. And I think people believe that they're sending an actual rose bear, which would be cute. Anyway, don't buy them people. If you're listening, they're don't get super scammed. Cheap, and it's a scam. PSA. PSA. All right. Next one comes from Michael in Boston. Michael says personalized license plates are completely lame and unnecessary. It looks like you're trying to flex. <laughs> They shouldn't be allowed anymore. I'm going to take it even further and say yes. And I don't even like, I don't like it when people even monogram things. Like I, it's just like, it's a level of like self-obsession. I like in like preciousness I, about yourself, but I don't like. Wait, Lo, you, you like monogram? Stuff? I love a monogram moment. Me too. Put <laughs> my initials on everything. Everything. I want C-A-B in a script, on my towels, on my hand towels, on my robe. Oh, I want it everywhere. So cute. So cute. So bougie. I'm so rich. bougie. Yeah. And it's, again, designed on a dime. Little things remembered moment. I, things not? remembered. Oh my gosh. The kiosk in the mall. Look at her. I have like, the chills. Lauren is so over it. She takes a swig of white cloth. Like, <laughs> this like <laughs> your initials i do well, i, I do actually it. remember i took monogram towels to my freshman year of college my mom was like we're gonna get you new towels for college and we're gonna monogram them and i was like 
feel like it's kind of embarrassing. Like I want like a cute pink towel from Target or whatever, but that shit was from Land's End and it lasted for years. So wow. Mom's yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan. Well, the thing is personalized license plates. I don't love that, but I mean, the reason why I don't love it is because I just feel like it's a lot of work. Like to get a personalized license plate, not only do you pay every month or for the year, it's it's a constant payment sort of a thing. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's not a one-time sitch. I think you can either pay at the end of the year or every month. I'm not sure. It depends on the state. But anyway, I know that's expensive. And then also, I just, I don't know. It's not my thing. Aren't all the good ones gone too? I mean, at this point in the game, right? I feel like, yeah, you're going to have to get very creative. Yeah. Yeah, that's not my favorite, but I do love anything monogrammed. I don't know. I think it's cute. And I love my initials. They're LVR, which is like lover, little acronym. It's sweet. I love your initials. That is cute. LVR is cute. I don't know. I think Lauren just hates her own initials and she's like dealing with something personally. I, it's, it's like pound, you know, pound, <laughs> pound. See, there's, some, there's some trauma there, Lo. There's some trauma. <laughs> okay, fair. Here we go. Next one comes from Alessandra in San Miguel Allende. Oh my God. Have you guys ever been to San Miguel Allende in Mexico? No. It no. is. Oh my God. Alessandra, do you live there, Alessandra? Or are you just writing this from there? Because it is a stunning little Catholic area. And it has like old, like historic chapels and cobblestone roads and you feel like you're in a Nancy Myers oh my film. Gosh. I'm obsessed. Okay. Uh, Alessandra writes, when guys post selfies on social media, any form of a selfie, it's a definitely a turnoff. I'd consider it a red flag for narcissism. Don't love when the guys post selfies. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a different set of rules for men and women. A hundred percent. It's a sign of like sociopathy. Like this person needs a mental health check. Honestly. <laughs> 5150 their ass. <laughs> Serious. And I'm talking about straight men. Straight yeah. men. I think I think it's uh gay men get a total pass here. It's a really? different oh yeah, it's a different set of rules. It's a different set of rules. I think okay. from for me it depends. If the selfie is like funny and quirky and maybe a little self-deprecating, like if it's a selfie that's intended to be a hot selfie, like uh, you know, shirtless or something, no go. That I think being yeah, said, no if go. it's funny. Same here. Or quirky, I don't mind it. I also think that if it's if there are guys who are posting them on their, they're like brave enough to post it on their real feed versus their story. If they're consistently posting selfies on their stories, that to me is total red flag, narcissist. I'm not interested. But if they have a few quirky selfies in their main feed in the grid, if you will, in the I grid. don't mind it. Okay, in the grid. You That's don't mind opinion. that? I don't mind it. What if it's like a gym sitch, like just no. worked out, pumped That's iron, glistening? That's not got the quirky thing. Call it's got to be like quirky. It's got to be like fun. It can't, it's got to feel impromptu is maybe the, the I love cause. an impromptu. Yeah. I completely agree. And just speaking on a gay note over here, uh, when it comes to, I don't know, anyone that I would be interested in, if I see too many selfies, it is an instant turnoff for me. I take selfies. Sometimes I'm the only one that can really capture my essence. So give me the power. <laughs> you know, I'm taking my own power back uh, and I'll post a couple, but I do keep them cute. They're rare, you know, and I don't know if I have a cute outfit. That's the thing. If I want, I'm a, I'm a stylist. So if I want to show like a cute little look I have going on, I'll throw a full length selfie in there once mm-hmm. in a while. And again, mm-hmm. sprinkled in, it's a little bit of pepper, paprika, mm-hmm. if totally. you will. Barely, just a little goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I see a guy and he's posting like constantly, like his shirt off, actually, yeah, I think that's such a turnoff. I I don't mind if he sends that directly to me. I think that's cute. But if you're putting that up on the gram and like, I don't know, I think it's 
it is narcissistic and not cute. I don't, I'm not mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. It's like thirst traps. Mm-mm. But if you want to show off your body, like, cause you're putting in the time. Cause I remember when I was like working out so hardcore and I just, I was doing that. What was like P90X. Oh and, yeah. Like, f- taking Adderall and just living oh my for fitness. Um, I was so like, good. yeah, Lance Armstrong, <laughs> Tour de France, shooting roids. <laughs> it was a mess, but my body was banging at that particular time. Never uh, looked it, better. Never. And I was like dying inside. But um, I still was not posting like a bunch of selfies or like shirtless moments, but I would do it in a different and in, in conspicuous way. So like friends, like, let's get in the pool. Let, let me get that photo, mm-hmm. that type of thing. You can still mm-hmm. show it off, like have someone take the photo for you because then it doesn't look like you're a complete douchebag. Right. Yeah. You just have to be super strategic. Like yeah, getting strategy behind it. your hotness out there is, is something that you just have to be really strategic in the way mm-hmm. that you do it without betraying your narcissism, you know, at least yeah. in a way that people find to be particularly irritating, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to agree with Alessandra. I guess we all would. We all yeah. do. Okay, great. Is your New Year's resolution to find time-saving solutions so you can spend less time doing things like grocery shopping and more time with your little one? As a busy parent, I'm always looking for products and brands that will make my life easier. What is one change that's easy to make that will make your life easier in 2024? Little Spoon. Little Spoon delivers fresh, healthy meals and snacks that your kiddo will love for every eating stage. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Time-saving and convenient without compromise. Little Spoon delivers baby blends, biteables, plates, smoothies, snacks, and lunchers. Kids love it, and you will too. It's all so fresh, so delicious, and made with the cleanest, high-quality ingredients. Did I mention it all comes right to my door? So flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. I pick the menu and change it up what I order every time. The price is right, the quality is unmatched. I love it, my kids love it, the grandparents love it, and I know all you lowlifers will love it too. A huge win-win-win for my family, and it can also be for yours. Simplify your kiddo's mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash lowlife and enter our code lowlife at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Moving on to the next one. Uh, This is Adam in Chicago. And he writes, oh my God, Adam. He writes, pets are not worth it. Sorry, not sorry. Okay, (laughs) Um, I'm disgusted that a listener I have is a complete psychopath. (laughs) And I'm terrified of you, Adam. How dare you? Like pets are not worth it. I mean, I'm an animal lover. I love dogs. I'm not huge on cats, but I'm still down for them. Like I, pets are everything. Are you kidding me? What the hell? 
just pure happiness and joy in animal form. I that... swear to God, Lauren, if you say you agree, you're a monster. <laughs> I know she's kind of like, mm, kind of a great, like, <laughs> I can just feel it. Oh, I mean, it. I've never had a pet in my whole life. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I do feel like dogs are not good for people's personalities. Like, I feel like a lot of times what? people's yes. I feel like people, they get a dog and suddenly their whole life is like consumed by this relationship with their animal. And like, it's a lot of photos of the animal. And anyway, I think that just a lot less, maybe a lot less exploration and learning happens post dog life. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that, I just think that. And I just think it's more like distracting from like finding out who you are. So less like... learning and exploration. I'm bitch. I'm done exploring. Okay. There's less reading happening. There's more just like chasing after the poodle. And honestly, they're just like also very germy. So I'm with, I'm with this listener. Pets are not worth it. Agreed. Oh my God. Okay. Chandler. Uh, so I'm very allergic to cats. So okay, I'm going to come right out and say it. I, Effing hate cats. I'm actually not even interested in ever, you know, talking about them ever again. Got it. Just so you know, for future podcasts. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. But dogs, I like, but I'm also kind of allergic at times. So I've, I've also never had a pet, but I like dogs enough. And I like have enjoyed some of my friends' dogs, but you Wait, know. hold on. Wait, what's going on here? Both of you have never had, are, is that like a Mormon thing? It's, it's, a, it's our mom. Our, the thing is our mom hated pets. She had a lot of pets growing up. So that when she had kids, she was like, I'm done with the pets. No more. She already had six kids. So it was like, that, that's enough. Okay. Commotion. That's, yeah, um, those are, that's a full letter. Right. A full exactly. letter. So this is like a biological thing ingrained within us that I've been actively trying to fight against, but it's been hard. My journey has been hard. We've been yeah. conditioned to like, not like animals. Right. Like not like, you know, <laughs> not like animals. It's so true. It's so true. That is wild to like, me. Our mom would like pass like dog poop on the sidewalk. And then she'd go, there's reason number 599 why you should never own a dog. Totally. <laughs> oh my oh, God. Cruella. So cold. Yeah, in those moments. 100%. Like, and if we ever got food, like if someone ever dropped off food and like, or maybe like, like my mom would always be like, so oh, bad. we have a dog. We can't eat it. Like, like what? it was just, yes, yes. <laughs> totally. Like if so, if a neighbor dropped off cookies. And they had a dog. Mom, they had my a couple mom would be labs like, running around. Your mom's no like, one's allowed to eat it. Yeah. Because of what germs? Pet hair. Like, pet, oh, I, pet dander. Chandler, is... can are we gonna let Lowe release this episode? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> frankly, because this is like a somewhat of a secret. Because it is, it is. We sound like sociopaths when we talk like this. Sure do. I know. Um, yeah. No, but you know what? It's under. <laughs> it's understandable, given. Uh, your mom is a germ phobe and wasn't a big animal person. So you guys never had the, okay. You guys never had the chance to even bond with an no, animal. No, no, no. Right? This is our yeah. trauma. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're getting to the root of this here. The thing is I get uh, how people could think, well, no, I can't. I'm trying to find a way to say like, yeah, I sort of, <laughs> I don't at all strongly with all my heart and soul. Yes. <laughs> agree. Like, I think if someone has an animal right away, like I, I trust them more. Is that weird? Maybe. Um, just because I feel like people with like, I don't know, they're but sweeter. Here's what I will say. When my friends have dogs, like when my friends have kids, I love those pets because my friends love them so much. Like, and that is a true genuine I emotion I have. The same, <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. They kind of are until a particular age. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Okay, well, two people agree with you, Adam. You have two sociopath friends here <laughs> um, and one strong disagree. Okay, moving on to the next one. We got Vincent coming in hot. Oh, we got another dude. Vincent in Los Angeles writes, The Rock isn't a good actor. He plays the same role mm. in every film. Oh, That is an unpopular opinion because I know people love him, but I'm just not a fan because he doesn't play anything different than basically himself. Mango. Hit it, Chandler. Tonight, not even 30 minutes ago, my friend is visiting and he was like, I've got to go see this movie Jungle Cruise or whatever with Emily Blunt and The Rock. And I'm like, why? Why are we still paying our hard earned dollars to go see movies by The Rock? Why? And I successfully convinced him out of going to see it. So I could not agree more with Vincent. Wow. You're not a rock fan. Dwayne Johnson. No, thank you. I honestly, okay. I don't think I've ever even seen a movie that The Rock is in. Is that (laughs) uh, terrible? I don't know. I I feel like he's basically in like a lot of Marvel movies. No, not even close. I don't think he's a Marvel. (laughs) Okay. Jumanji. (laughs) Captain America. He's very like Incredible Hulk looking. Like I would just assume he was like, you know, kind of in that Disney vibe situation here's the thing not everyone has to be daniel day lewis okay sometimes we just need people to play the you know the whatever the trope and do it well and do it over and over again and bring people joy as they fold their freshly downied laundry (laughs) (laughs) you know what circle baby kind of agree with that too i i'm not a fan of the rock but like i don't know i think he's I can't even think of a movie he's been in either, to be honest. That thank I've you. Seen. They're not memorable so at all. Normal. Off the top of my head, but I know people love him. Uh, he has, I mean, a huge fan base, and there's a lot of box office appeal. I'm sure. Um, yeah, it's just not my cup of tea. But but I get how people love him. There's another actor that always kind of plays the same role. Oh, like a Jen Aniston, sweet. Along came yeah. Polly, Fifty First mm-hmm. Date. To- we get totally. It. You know, friends. And you know what? Always it- Rachel. It's like, okay, have you ever been in the middle of nowhere on a road trip and there in the distance is a Starbucks? It's like a stunning, reliable chain. It's like coming Mm -hmm. home. It's Mm -hmm. knowing what you're about to taste and, you know, being ready to enjoy the meal. Okay. Beautifully said. I love that. Is that a metaphor? Analogy? We'll go with metaphor. Okay. It's it's a journey. It's a journey. So I guess you're right. Uh, Jen Aniston, The Rock. Who's another one who's a Starbucks? What's her name? Goldie Hawn's daughter. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson when she was still acting and wasn't selling leggings. Yeah. Like coming home. J-Lo. J- J- totally. Totally. Wait, Made in can- Manhattan. I think she did a bunch yeah. of romantic comedies. Um, Monster-in-law, that whole thing. You know what you're going to get with J-Lo. Right. Not mm-hmm. great acting, beautiful skin, and, uh, and a cute romantic comedy. Right. Matthew McConaughey. Totally. Well, no, he's actually, he's stretched. He's got a, yeah, he's got a little bit more. Yeah. So I guess let's say like a, a random coffee shop and you don't know if it's going to be a good croissant. You don't know what the hell's in that or latte. Or store-bought, yeah. Yeah, uh, that situation is like a Maggie Gyllenhaal. Right, right, yes. Yeah, Mag- mixed bag of tricks. Can I give you an unpopular opinion that I just thought of? Yeah, That this do. goes with this? If I was an oh, actor, God. it would not be worth it to me to gain the 100 pounds or to cut mm-hmm. off all my hair to win the Oscar. It's just not worth it, you know? Who yep. cares about the award? Just right. have more time being hot in your youth. That's I get my that. Like, uh, that is an unpopular opinion. Well, okay. I, 
I guess like like Matthew McConaughey was or uh, Jared Leto. He lost mm-hmm. a ton of weight. Right. I mean, it was scary how much weight he lost. Right. Or was it Dallas Dallas Buyers Club? Well, no, no that was Matthew McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club. Okay. And then Which I don't one know did Jared, Jared Leto do? I don't remember. I need to look also that not up. to mention like the stress on your actual right. body and like your heart to oh, be so malnourished insane. for so long. It's just like I would just I keep know. doing the same, you know, Nicholas Sparks movies over and over again. Just put me in another, you know, Dear John type of flick, or I just keep fly those- out, you know, to Charleston. It's a six week shoot, no big deal. Craft services will keep it coming. Easy. Keep the checks printing. Right. Right. That's what we're about on Pop. It was it uh, Requiem for a Dream. Yes. Yeah. yeah Leto dropped twenty five pounds as Harry Goldfarb. Oh, that's right. Wow, that was intense. The thing is, though. If you're an actor and like that's your craft and that's you go into that whole creative space, I kind of get that. Like a method actor or, you know, really wanting to submerge yourself into a role. I think that's like an actor's mindset. Some actors, you know, I had one uh, client of mine and she was playing a drug lord, didn't like doing drugs. That wasn't her scene for this one. She was snorting coke at her fitting and was dressed in little disco pumps and was like, I need coke. And I'm like, I'm good. She's like, do a line. (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't want to touch it. Uh, but like she was really immersing herself into the role. So I don't know. Just depends, I guess, if you really are into the craft of it, which I think, clearly Lauren doesn't agree with. Yeah, I, just, I think if you like working hard, yeah, that's something you can do. And Lauren and I are not proponents We're not of that committed. Hard. Next unpopular opinion. <laughs> Here we go. Stacy in Toronto. Oh, I love my uh, Canadian Maple Delight listeners. Love them. So Stacy writes, oh, interesting joe biden is a zaddy if he was single i'd be down to fuck. whoa hard <laughs> hard f-u-c-k on that one too yeah <laughs> wow stacy look at you want a little slice of american dick <laughs> i mean joe biden's facelift does look wonderful Here. so i will give it to a surgeon how old is uh old joe i he's think he's old. like 80s 70s no, he's like 80. 70s, 80s. No, is he in his, he's not in his 80s. Can't guys, be in his 80s. Okay, here's my, here's my unpopular. Let's just look it up, yeah. Okay, okay yeah, How see. old is Joe Biden, Gary? 78 years young. There we yeah. go. Uh, Almost 80. Young Joe, completely, like, yes. I down would screw smash. him in a heart, down to smash, screw whatever. Now, post, you know, some weird neck massages, some weird back massages, that type of thing that I've heard from Uncle Joe. I don't mind, no, I don't mind a back massage from Uncle Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm not, you know, I just want him to touch my hair and tell me I'm pretty. Yeah. Mm, give it a little sniff. I'm <laughs> fine with that. <laughs> totally. I don't, I don't know if I'm here for the, uh, that, that Joe. Would you ever hook up with a 78 year old? Absolutely not. For $250 no. million. Dollars. Never. So expensive. $250 million. She's, she's really flattering herself. That's Hold what's funny about this. <laughs> Hold on. You would, okay, so, so uh, this old guy, let's go Anna Nicole Smith, who's one of my icons. I always look at her like a spiritual advisor in my life yeah. to this day. But Anna Nicole Smith, the late great, if you guys aren't familiar with her, Google her. She's a queen. So anyway, she had that relationship with whatever his name was, but he was like, I don't know, 85. Uh, He looked like Tales from the Crypt. The guy was (laughs) old as shit. Um, And she said it was real love. And she was, you know, madly in love with this guy. And the family sued her and just got very ugly. And she had a very sad, tumultuous life. Oh, breaks my heart. Anyway, 
she claimed that she was obsessed and like loved this man. The thing is, you know, she got wealthy and all of that from the relationship. But if someone were to come to you and say, Let, I'm going to do this Tales from the Crypt. Dude. Okay, here we go. Okay. And he was going to cut you a $250 million check right now on the spot. Mm-hmm. You have to do a five-year committed marriage. Anything he wants, you down? Five years? Five I'm tw- committed I'm like I'm 20- years. I'm turning in 26 Costa next Rica month. In Costa Rica in solitude with him. You might need to change diapers. Just putting it out there. In and solitude. I, honestly, I'm, I'm thinking about my, that's <laughs> a lot of time to read, a lot of time to do some, you know, exploration, as Lauren would say. Uh, yeah, abs- absolutely. If I could, I'm going to be, yeah. I would be, you know, I'd still be in the prime of my youth five years from now. So yes, absolutely. I could, you know, escape unscathed and with $250 million in the bank. Yeah, thousand percent. I don't want that old dick near me, honestly. <laughs> um, so no, that's going to be a no for me, dog. I'll make my own money. I'll buy my own, oh, you know, lady boss. Benz. I will. <laughs> I don't. I, or you grind know away, sister. Grind away. Or I'll find some young rich dick. Okay, it's just like you know, you don't have. You know, <laughs> wow. it's not. It's not an. Either not or, as common. Maybe. Not as common. <laughs> right. Good luck with. But that I guess bitch. Lauren, if you want to go hit up your local TikTok star, perhaps. You can go down that avenue like a like 19 year old, you know, TikToker. You know, at I least got- my 87 year old doesn't take selfies. Exactly. I kind of I do it. I I do it for life. I, <laughs> for life. I would. I'd be actually the more I think about it, like I'd be down to marry a really old dude. Because how many years is he gonna have left in him, first of all? Oh, so, I don't so know. If I, if I did you're a like life Erica commitment. Jane. You know what, though? It's always those ones that, you know, you're in it for the wrong reasons because he's old and rich and you're a gold digger. And then I go into the relationship and he's that guy that ends up living to like 101. Like he just, you know, doesn't ever go. But yeah, I don't know. I would I'd probably be down 100 percent. You guys are morally bankrupt um, and (laughs) whatever. And I appreciate it. What's the oldest you would date? Well, you're getting married, Lauren, but yeah, I'm getting married. But before, oh, she's gone old. To... Oh, shut up, Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> so have I. Really? Wait, what do you guys consider old though? Because how old are you? Can I ask your age? You may seventeen. So yeah, of course. Of course, you can ask your age. I'm thirty-one, oh, and definitely. Chandler is twenty-five, turning twenty-six in a couple Next weeks. Month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay, so what's the oldest you've dated? I'm just curious, Chandler. I dated someone who was thirty-one when I was twenty. Okay. Lowe's <laughs> not impressed. 30. Well, I mean, I guess that's like a 10 year, but that's like, an 11 year age gap at a very young age. So to me, that was pretty old. Sure. Sure. I've been down that road too. Okay. When Lauren. I, oh my gosh. If my mom ever listens to this episode, I will die. And I'm literally giving you the tea because I adore you. Oh, but when you. I was 23, I went on two dates with a 48 year old. <laughs> was it good? No. Oh. I, he was so hot, but it was so boring to talk to him. So boring. Mm. He was like telling me about his tax problems. And like, we just had nothing. I mean, I mean, yeah, you're probably shocked to hear this, but we had nothing in common. And so it was super boring. And it honestly felt like weird and predatory. And uh, yeah, so I thought I had this fantasy of like, oh, this silver fox, you know, I'm just going to like skip the struggle, retire early, whatever. Uh, it didn't work. It was the the fantasy did not meet up to reality, or the reality did Fair. not meet up to the fantasy. See, I've uh, I've gone on some dates with some some older gents, and uh, don't mind it. The thing is, mentally, 
Uh, well, I mean, I guess biologically, I'm 32, but mentally 76. So okay. like my references and the music that I like, and I don't know, I'm down for like a convalescent vibe. I don't mind a retirement home. I What's relate. the oldest you'd really go? You're spitting some serious like geriatric game right now, but I want you <laughs> to get real. Yeah. Okay. I'll get real. The oldest I'd go 65 to wow. maybe 70, maybe 70. Oh my gosh. I would. I would. If it was love and I just felt comfortable, like why not? Yeah. Why I really, not? I'm not love worried about age at all. And the thing is, if you were to put me in a room with a bunch of millennials or young or even younger people than that around my age group, probably not the most comfortable. Throw me in a room of 75 and up. I'm thriving or 50 and up just because I'm an only child. So I was raised by adults. Mm -hmm. I feel much more comfortable mm -hmm. in that space. Okay. Oh, okay. I also think it changes though, when you're like 30 and you're, you're a little bit older, like in your early twenties, dating someone like that's 20 years older than you is, or 25 years older than you, I think it's different than like, I think you just mature a lot. And I feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, were you yeah. dating much older men in your early twenties? Uh, 20, I dated a uh, 78 year old. No. <laughs> a 20? I'm like, oh my gosh. I just lost years off my life hearing that. You buried the lead. No, I, <laughs> the oldest I did uh, at 20 was I think like, mm, like 42. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 42. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so real like, old when you're 20. Yeah, for sure. Um, felt like very parental. Okay. Here <laughs> yeah. we go. Next one comes from Madison in San Diego. Madison in San Diego writes, showering at night is better than showering in the morning. Mm. I 100% but agree. I actually love a good... I like to shower both times. My nighttime shower, it's luxurious. I'm getting in there, nooks and crannies, exfoliation station. I'm really just taking care of myself. Um, I do the like the deep condition on the hair. I'm making sure the body is like scrubbed down. I might go in with like the loofah, hell, a little callus removal, whatever Whoa. I need to do wow. in the shower. And it's a steam situation at night. In the morning, it's a cute bird bath, freshening it up. Um, <laughs> and I take freezing cold showers in the morning, only cold showers in the morning. I want to calm the skin, make sure it's oh nice and gosh. tight and the ice okay. bath for the face. Make sure you put some witch hazel, a little rose water, then go in with your serums. But anyway, I completely agree with you, okay, Madison. This is why Lo looks amazing. And yeah. I don't like well, the Crypt Keeper. No, you don't. Um, <laughs> you are so young and beautiful. Max. You look like John Benet. <laughs> It's true. On oh, a wow, day like before. May God rest her soul, yeah. wherever she is. I agree. Night showers are better because you get to get into bed all, you know, toasty and clean. Yeah. Nothing better. Yeah. How about you, Lauren? Do you not even like I've, showers? I don't think I'm, I've ever taken right. a shower. Like She's disgusting, night. folks. <laughs> Lauren doesn't really... even wipe off her makeup most nights. No. It's, it's honestly true. Lauren, um, I, get out. You go to bed with a face on. Well, I, I put on a tiny bit of concealer and sunscreen and mascara oh, in the okay. morning. So oh. then like by the time night rolls around, it's there's nothing really on me anymore. And I the dirt and the grime thing. of every day. Here's the thing about me. I just get extremely tired. Like my body starts shutting down. My will to live starts shutting down around 7.58 p.m. And mm. so by the time it's like nine o'clock and I'm going to go to bed, I'm just too tired. I'm brushing my teeth, I'm collapsing. So yeah, I'm not really good about nighttime hygiene. <laughs> to be honest, Thank except for oral hygiene. Thank you so much for sharing that with wow. us. <laughs> every time but, I hear it, it's just as shocking. You guys I are polar opposites. 
Yeah. Yeah. I Chandler likes Chandler's like very sensitive about how clean her skin feels. Same. And I only can tell the difference in my skin if I've like gone and worked out and sweated. Otherwise, it, I, my skin always feels the same. If you go and have a like a soul cycle class, you just sweat it out. Are you showering after or are you letting that kind of just sit for the day? Oh, no, I'm sh- I'm showering after I'm showering after. But I when am I in my 20s, in my early 20s, I definitely barely even noticed a difference and would let it like sit for the day, which is like pretty disgusting. Horrendous. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> totally foul. You never expect it. But here it is. The mascara well, thing just is, shakes me to my core. It does. Well, because, you know, that leads to to wrinkles. And mm-hmm. also it's just not good for your face in general. But I like, do you do silk pillowcases? You know, that's good for the skin too. But leaving mascara on gives wrinkles. <laughs> Where's the peer-reviewed study on this? There is so much scientific data done by Estee Lauder. <laughs> L'Oreal now owns them. But yeah, there's a lot of data to support that statement. You put me on the spot, Lauren. I'm going to get on PubMed after we stop recording. It can't be good for your skin to just absorb all the chemicals, actually your favorite thing, after, you know, a day. It can't be good. There's no way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, after a day of guzzling Diet Coke and then some, you know, spade and sparrows at night, I don't know that it's... Oh, hey There we go. hey (laughs) placement. (laughs) A little Pinot Grigio, you know, a little Diet Coke throughout the day. I mean, at that point, it's just kind of like a foregone conclusion. I'm just going to bed. Fair enough. But you do look very young. So, I mean, there's Thank that. You. you look great considering you don't Thank take you. care of yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you look amazing. It's a ticking so. time bomb. <laughs> Enjoy it while it lasts, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, um, honestly. This is coming from Stephanie in Los Angeles. And she writes, sprinkles are a joke waste of time, not even that cute. And they taste like plastic. Shouldn't be allowed in stores anymore. I love that people are so like, they should be banned, canceled. Um, and <laughs> totally. I assume we're talking about sprinkles as in like the little topping for a ice cream, a cupcake, not sprinkles cupcakes. Okay, I thought she was uh, talking the about company. the the corporation. Maybe like- she's probably going to throw that in there too. But um, <laughs> I, I believe it's just more of like the little topping type of a thing, like sprinkles. Themselves. Wow. I like sprinkles. I like to get them. I get salt and straw and I love some sprinkles for texture. Yeah, it's a texture. Oh, that's that bougie uh, ice cream spot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very good stuff. Yeah. Chance all about those subtle fluxes, you know? Sorry. Whenever I'm buying $8 ice cream, I definitely get some sprinkles on it. Can I just say though? So salt and straw is a big thing in LA. I think it started in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Uh, and it's and they do like a lavender with a little honeysuckle and like a little sprig of like barbecue mesquite right. and they'll just all these weird flavored they ice have, cream. They have a, a goat cheese and olive oil flavor that oh, I actually really like. Sick. Oh, and black peppers in there somewhere. Oof. Are you really down for that? I think it's it's really good. You'd like it. You have to try it, but it honestly, well, every as a rich person, ever like <laughs> interesting food tastes good to me. Yeah, her palate. It's very sophisticated. Okay. Very refined. You can enjoy palette. the tubs of the vanilla and sherbet from the grocery store like the rest of you know people. It's yeah, fine. The rest of America. <laughs> but have you had? I get salt and straw, and you could pay that $16 for, you know, a medium or whatever you need to do. I think it's an additional $5 for a waffle cone. It's a lot. No, it's a lot, you know. But anyway, have you ever had just a good old fashioned thrifty ice cream? Mm-hmm. Do you know what thrifty is? It's now Rite Aid, but thr- <sighs> I'm sound so old, but like, 
I guess I am tech, I'm 32, but um, I remember ice cream thrifty ice cream. Incredible. If I dig deep, yeah. You guys had it in, uh, well, yeah, we Orange a, County. Oh, yeah. yeah, we had a Rite Aid, yeah. We totally, yeah, we would get thrifty with our grandma uh, with that cake cone. I mean, that's a delicious oh, experience. Licking my chops. Yeah, just really good. Little it. mint chip. Chocolate action. malted crunch. I'm mm. hard, just. <laughs> I'm bricked <laughs> up. Worked yeah. up. It's oh my gosh. incredible. I'm going to slide off my seat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Horrendous. Okay. My mom can never listen to this <laughs> Editor, please. I love that she's like, that's what really got her going, was just thinking about Rite Aid from like 1997. <laughs> oh, it's delicious though. I love it. I get my prescriptions to this day. I'll pick a, a prescription, get a little chocolate malted crunch, hit the road, and life is good. That's my Tuesday. It's mm-hmm. really nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, Wait, so, do they uh, still sell it? They Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, oh I thought it was like... It's doing so well. Yeah. Oh they gosh, sell it okay. at normal stores, too. Uh, you can find it at your local uh, Ralph's, Walmart, Target. I sound like a brand rep. I know. Like, what code do we use at checkout? What, what's yeah. the call to action? <laughs> Low life code. Just to get your little <laughs> sherbet scoop. Okay. So let's do a round of rapid fire questions with Lauren and Chandler. Here we go. First up, cottage on the beach or cabin in the woods? Cottage on the beach. Mm. Cottage on the beach, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Celebrity crush, male, and then we'll go female. Well, I used to say Army Hammer, but now that's canceled. Yeah, cannibalism. Not down. Daniel Day-Lewis in Last of the Mohicans. Oh, great choice. Very specific. I love that one. Uh, Female crush? Tilda Swinton. (laughs) <laughs> that phone structure honestly like turns me the f- on. She's so it. hot. Yeah, the fifth element. She is an alien and she's stunning. Dulipa. Ah, oh, great. Yeah. Dulipa. Right yeah, Dulipa. Love her too. If your belly button had a magical power, any power when you press your belly button, what would you make your belly button do? Without money. Make my boyfriend compliment me. Oh, sad. <laughs> <laughs> that sad. That sound really sad. Make my boyfriend love me. <laughs> I just want no. Make people give me attention is maybe like you know. Sad. <laughs> so sad. You, you already said it. You can't go back. I love it. What is your go-to cheat meal? Movie theater popcorn, Mexican food, margarita, lots of chips and salsa. Can I ask where are you getting your Mexican food when you were in California? Just curious. A uh, spot that you like. If it's El Torito, this podcast is <laughs> over. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of Baja Fresh. <laughs> it's a stunning Mexican establishment. Cantina. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, one Javier's restaurant. Ooh, love yeah. good old Javier's. Pedro's. Great. You ever go yeah. to Pedro's? Oh, uh, Pedro's Tacos. Mm-hmm. Is that in, I think it's in Laguna. Yeah, there's one in Laguna and one in San Clemente. Oh, yeah. That place yeah. is bomb, too. Yeah. California is amazing Mexican food. Um, with your buttered popcorn. Well, that's what I want to ask. Are you doing yeah. movie theater popcorn extra of that? Oh, like, we're, la- we're layering on the butter and we're doing extra salt on the top. We're also going to be combining that with some licorice. Any other type of sour candy I can get my hands on and then a large Diet Coke. Wow. I'll just go and, you know, mm-hmm. shove it in my fat maw. 
that wealthy palate of yours still wants the little combination of flavor compounds. You want a little salt, a little sweet mm-hmm. and sour. Mm-hmm. Amuse-bouche, wow. if you will. Google it's true. It, listeners. Okay, next up. <laughs> when are you most inspired? When I'm in a breakup. Oh. Yeah. This really sounds like um, my relationship is on the rocks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, I would say like sitting outside and on a perfect warm day. Mm, so yeah, it's such beautiful. a boring answer. Or, oh my gosh. Or Everyone's asleep. When Taylor Swift comes out with a new album. Oh, you're a Swifty. I am a Swifty. Yeah, I get it. Movie that is a mood changer for you. One you've watched more than once. Maybe you can even quote it, but you don't have to quote it right now. Uh, what's that movie for you, Chandler? Runaway Bride. Love Julia Roberts. I love, I love Julia Roberts. One. Yeah. Uh, you've got mail. Some Meg, any mm-hmm. Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks action is really gonna, mm-hmm. it's gonna hit the spot. It's gonna slap. Oh, such a cute one. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, didn't they do, was that Sleepless in Seattle? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. They did that as well. Oh my God. Efron. Iconic. Right? Yeah. It was iconic. Love it. Uh, what is your top love language? There's five. So we have acts of service, physical touch, words of affirmation, gifts, and quality time. Are you guys familiar with the five love oh, languages? Oh, We're yeah, familiar. of course. Okay. So the problem is I accept all love languages. I actually expect yeah. all love languages. At, like, there's not one that I can really, you know, deprioritize, if you will. Really? So You need yeah. them all. Equally. I need them all. I want I want physical touch. I want cash. Gifts slash gifts. <laughs> I, want, I want quality time. I want those words of affirmation. Um, I'm missing one, but I know I want it. Did yeah. I miss one? <laughs> <laughs> a nightmare to be in a relationship with. I'm a words of affirmation for sure. I need to be validated constantly. I need yeah. to be, yeah, to feel like self, be reassured that I'm worthy mm-hmm. of love every three minutes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I get it. On the dot. Also oh, a nightmare to, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> What's the last show that you binge watched? Real Housewives of New York. Uh, watching from the beginning, highly recommend. Fabulous, fabulous. Even my straight fiance will watch four episodes at a time with me, not even looking yeah. at his phone. Love Island. Uh, U.S. or U.K. version? U.K. Great answer. Although I, like I do that? love the U.S. version too. The host is incredible. We love you, Ariel. Okay, next one. Uh, something that people commonly get wrong about you. Oh, that I'm short. Oh, are you a tall? Yes. See, queen. Yeah, I'm five nine. I mean, I wouldn't know. And I'm just seeing you from the bus stop. But some like, people at work have been like shocked that I was five nine. They've been like, "Oh, oh, you're tall." It's probably because your delicate wrist. Thank your- you. <laughs> <laughs> Those proportions, so fine. People a lot of times think I'm in high school. They're like, "Oh, is your mom coming oh. to pick you up?" I'm like, "No, I'm just. <laughs> I'm actually just sitting here enjoying my Starbucks. I'm 31. You know, like my mom's not coming to pick me up." That's so anyway. a great one to have, though. That mm-hmm. people think you're so young. No, that was a joke. No, was a oh, joke. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> They're like, like, hey, hey, teen, no loitering here, okay? <laughs> totally. Millie Bobby Brown over here. My God, when you die and come back to this world, I don't know what your belief system is. Are you guys still on that Mormon train? You're not. No, okay. no, well, no. That ship sailed a long time ago. If you do believe in reincarnation and you do come back as an animal, which animal would you choose to come back to this wonderful world as? Something kept indoors and like you know, near air conditioning at all times. I just, yeah, I would honestly, because I think dog people are like verging on mentally ill because they're so obsessed with their animals. <laughs> okay, I... you are <laughs> not coming back to this world. 
<laughs> at all because you're burning in literal hell. So there's that, Lauren. <laughs> I would like to be a rich person's beloved dog because I think that yeah. is the animal. I mean, that's the animal that really, like, think about this. Dogs can go and defecate on public sidewalks and they just have these, like, these wrapped owners walking behind them to pick up their shit. What other I'll pick up a fresh load. Can defecate in public (laughs) and it's like, no problem, you know? Like, even humans don't have the right to do that. So just think about it. It's a pampered life. So you'd be a privileged pup. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and the same goes for you. Yeah, um, absolutely. Some sort of privileged pup. animal. Mm-hmm. Love Preferably that. one that didn't have to walk <clears throat> upstairs either. Yeah. <laughs> we always like to leave the low lifers on a high note. This podcast comes out on Thursdays. So I always like to just have a nice quote, something that the listeners can take with them into the weekend. So if there's anything mm. that you'd like to leave the listeners with, it could be a quote that you love. Um, give them a little live, laugh, love, or whatever the f- you want to say anything um that comes to mind a quote that you that helps you in any sort of way uh, and it could be a personal one too like something that you just say all the time anyway leave them with a quote uh four score and no i'm just kidding um i love when paris hilton said you stole mine her, oh well, sorry i went first <laughs> uh that her life philosophy was tell people what they want to hear and then do what you want um, don't ask for permission, essentially, just like be who you are and fly if you need to. That is a really good life hack. Mm, Morally yeah. bankrupt, but you know, if the shoe fits. <laughs> um, I'm also going to quote Paris Hilton, and I'm going to leave people with the parting words of stop being poor. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> By the way, just found out that which she was didn't fake. Interview. It was fake. It was fake. <laughs> I know, but I love, I mean, whoever it's, photoshopped. Uh, yeah, um, for the listener who doesn't know, there's an iconic photo of Paris Hilton with her arms up in the air. Looks like she's at like Lay Doux or some club back in the day um, with a little pink skirt. And she has a shirt that says stop being poor. And it's, it became like a viral thing um, that she wore that. And I think that it's been it's kind so of like good. her brand for the last decade. Um, so great. Yeah, stop being poor. Wow. <laughs> Beautifully Thank said. Thank you, Chandler. Thank I'm inspired. I'm crying. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, where can people find you guys on the gram, on the podcast? Like, can you just plug where the hell these listeners will want to find you guys? If anyone still is interested in listening to us speak after we have divulged what, you know, morally completely bankrupt, horrible people, at least I am, um, you can find us at Pop Apologists, Pop Apologists on Instagram. Every Wednesday on, you know, wherever uh, podcasts are found, our fresh episode comes out. Pop apologists. Uh, Well, thank you guys for coming on. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I appreciate you guys doing this interview. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having us on. Truly. So happy to have been here. Yeah. Even if I'm taken off the airwaves after this. (laughs) Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. All right, I just got to take a moment and say muchas gracias to my lowlifers. Just thank you so much for being so supportive, so kind, and taking the time to listen to this podcast, to rate the podcast, give it the five stars, and also leaving a review. Makes a huge difference. It really impacts the show. And I'm loving doing the show 
So you taking the time to leave an actual review on Apple Podcasts is the reason why we can keep this shit show afloat. We can still keep cranking out episodes for you, uh, free episodes, and keep putting out that content uh, because you take the time to review it. And my producers told me, you know, rating the show and having your listeners write a review helps with the algorithm and the analytics and the downloads and all that stuff. Of course, supporting the sponsors is huge too. Um, and using that low code, the low life code, whatever code is provided um, in the ad, that also helps tremendously. Uh, but I I just want to say thank you for taking the time to not only use the ad sponsors, but also leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. I love it. I read each and every single review, and I'm just so thankful to have this little pod community that's come out of nowhere that's just filled with the coolest, most down-to-earth people who I'm obsessed with. And I love getting to know you guys uh, through the Facebook group, through the DMs on Instagram. Thank you for reaching out. I've been responding to DMs and, of course, keeping the convo going in the FB group. I just appreciate you taking the time to leave that review. And it could be anything you want it to be. It could be just a little dick emoji. You could throw a couple unicorns my way. You could actually write something, which a lot of people will write a really nice message. And yeah, the more the better. I have listeners who are like, I'm writing them every week, just throwing a review your way. Here's a few little tamales and a dick low. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so thank you for writing multiple reviews uh because the more the better of course and again it just really helps this podcast this little engine that could or couldn't at times just keeps us moving forward just chew chewing along um so thank you to that and i want to shout out some low lifers and say thank you to you personally right now and also i'm picking people at random who leave reviews on apple podcasts to send a little something something your way Opening up the Low Life Gifting Closet, um, I just went and bought a ton of sheet masks, and I have a bunch of cool products I'll be sending out, some stuff from Amazon that I love. Uh, so I'm giving gifts to my listeners. I want to thank you for taking the time to not only review and rate the podcast, but also just thank you for being a listener and helping me build this really cool community. And uh, what other way to show my gratitude and thanks than some free shit who doesn't love getting something for free? So there's some great beauty products, some gifts from our sponsors, gift cards, accessories. That good good is coming your way. So if you want a chance to get something, uh, please leave the review and make sure you put your Instagram handle somewhere in the review at the bottom of it. That's totally fine because we might just be sliding into your DMs, uh, getting your address and sending you a little something, something to brighten up your day and just say thank you. All right. So first review comes from at heaven LRA. Oh my God, is your name Heaven? So chic. Love this. All right. Heaven writes, five stars. I cannot get enough of this podcast. This is one of my favorite podcasts. I want to be Lowe's BFF or just a fly on the wall of his life. <laughs> I'm always laughing. Love the Latinx representation. Makes me feel seen with the heart. Oh, you little slice of heaven. Thank you for taking the time to review the pod. And I'm assuming based on what you wrote that you're a Latina. And it makes me so freaking happy that you can feel seen. You are definitely seen, my Latina queen. Abrazos y besitos are being sent your way, mi amor. Thank you for the kind words. All right, next review comes from Angel Parker, LA. Okay, Angel freaking Parker. Personal friend, client, human I'm obsessed with. Angel Parker is an amazing actress. Actually, Angel. You got to come on this podcast. I freaking love you. Uh, thank you for taking the time to rate this podcast and leave a review. Uh, she writes five stars. This podcast always puts me in a good mood, like a 9.5. Makes me feel like we're hanging out. Miss you, boo. Oh, I miss you too, Angel. 
Angel Parker has been my client for years. I'm a big fan of her work. She was a regular on the Marvel Runaways show, which is so good. Also, The People vs. OJ, American Crime Story by Ryan Murphy. Ever heard of it? Freaking incredible. She was in that one, too. And she's one of those clients slash friends in my life that uh, refers work to me. Like she'll always recommend me to, you know, people on her cast. And she's like, if you need a great stylist, boom, use my guy, which is so rare in this industry to like look out for people in that way. Um, so I just have a very, very special place in my heart for Angel Parker. And I freaking love you, Queen. And I can't wait for you to come on the pod. All right, we have time for one more review. This one comes from Melzi in Houston, Texas, coming in hot. She writes five stars. Lo, you are a unicorn puta. <laughs> you are so special and unique. The way you share your life and inspire others is magical. Oh, people like you are rare, like a unicorn. Your dedication means so much. Thank you for being a light in my life. I could go on and on about how wonderful you are and how much I love your podcast. Wow, Mel Z in Houston. Thank you for saying that. And I mean, I have my good days and my bad days, and I think we're all going through our own shit and I'm definitely putting mine out there. But the fact that this show could be a light in your life or bring you some joy or just put a smile on your face literally makes doing this completely worth it. It makes the late nights editing, all the effort that goes into it, the pre-planning, all of that just so freaking worth it. Uh, even if there's just one person that feels something special from this show. Seriously, that means everything to me. So thank you, you beautiful puta. I appreciate you. I hope you guys have a beautiful, magical weekend ahead. Go hold a baby, pet a dog, maybe get some Cheesecake Factory brown bread. Get that brown loaf. Maybe have a glass of wine, but don't forget to drink your water, puta. Because <laughs> I know you're thirsty. <laughs> we, we love, love you. you. And we're out. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Over there with you. <laughs>